Welcome to the Cocoa Bean <laughs> Show. It's been a minute. Um, we've been really busy. So um, today Bean has been very busy rehearsing her show. It's <laughs> uh, very exciting yeah. because um, we can talk about your you being an actor in a show, and then we're gonna talk about what it's all about. Yeah. So. Now you can see, as we're always talking about, our life as an actor, we can now mention productions that we're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is, this is a special, exciting episode because of that. And then in end of October, I will be in a show as well. So, cool. Yeah, it's good. We're getting started. We're getting there. We're, we're like, getting back. We're going we're, we're uh, back in there. It's happening. It's happening. Yeah. Um, so this play is called Tocophobia, which is essentially the fear of being pregnant I guess is the basic definition um and it is a straight play it's not a musical mm -hmm. sorry <laughs> um <laughs> I'm not sorry um a group of really kick-ass awesome wonderful women who I I love our, our Zoom rehearsals, our in-person rehearsals, because we've done a mixture of both. You know, we got to test for COVID and all this stuff too. And um, so like, they're just really, really cool and amazing. It will be at the center at West Park um, happening September. The performances are September 8th, 9th, and 10th, um, which is a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Saturday for parents, moms, dads, uh, it's arms in, uh, babes in arms. So uh, you can bring your little one and it's very accommodating with like changing areas and all that stuff. So just so you're aware, you'll be able to enjoy the show as well with the little ones. So, uh, or maybe not so little because I have a toddler and she's going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> She'll probably be the loudest one there. <laughs> um, but anyways, so Caroline, do yes. you have, are there any inquiries as far as? <laughs> well, yes. So what's interesting about this is that, as we're always saying, I'm not a mom to any humans. Um, and you are. So I really don't know much about this subject. Yeah. I, I did see your other production with the similar uh is it similar company or similar no it's just a similar like like it's interview based it's interview based it was so it was but also it was, an interview based but it was the same play but it was um it was just postpartum this this was it, this is about births but it was it was a similar writer similar director mm -hmm. or something no oh, okay I did because I, I thought completely it was, different yeah. okay it was just I thought it was associated somehow yeah. but I had seen her in um the postpartum play which is it's, it was interview based, so it's um, I don't I don't know if vagina monologues is a good example on how I guess how it's, it's the best up. way popular way of referencing right. because sometimes with vagina monologues there's just one woman on stage, but this is all of you guys on stage at the same time, correct? Yeah, yeah, and so then it's um, the writer director. Am I correct in saying writer director or just writer? Uh, well, writer, writer, yeah. So she, so she decided to interview women and then take their stories and then put them create in a, a production around it. Yeah. Um, 
so it's really interesting because I was sending some clips earlier about this and um, just, I mean, I, I don't have firsthand experience on this. So it's, it, it's, it, it's, it's always interesting to me because I have several friends that are, are you moms. You It's so funny. Yeah. And so I've heard stories, uh, scary and, um, beautiful <laughs> about being giving birth and, and beautiful <laughs> no it, it, but I mean it's that extreme and I'm yeah. sure I wouldn't be surprised the script does the same thing um because it, it there's that juxtaposition um of giving birth from what I know poetically about giving birth you know from what I hear about it um it, it does seem like it's these extremes of like you know, like in it being scary becoming a mother and, and right. giving birth and then it being like the most beautiful thing in the world. And so that's kind of, I, I really only know from you guys and I only know from, um, <laughs> from movies. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that's um, exactly why these conversations need to happen because even when I was pregnant with Quinn, I was asking as many questions as I could think of and, yeah. and and covering as much as I could think of. But like when you're coming from a place of ignorance, it's kind of hard to like cover all the bases because yeah. you don't know what you don't know. And that's the bottom line, period, exactly. in the story. Being, you're, I mean, you've only, you've only given birth once. So, I mean, you tell, yeah, you can feel free to tell us more about what did you know? What did you not know? And like, I didn't know much. It, it's yeah. really, it's, it, it, it's like you're taking a cross It's course. really like, you're taking a cross course, but your body is just doing it. Right. Like, so your body's in the middle of doing it. It's just, hap it's happening. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, my instinct is to go to females and be like, Hey, what do you know? What have you heard? What do you know? Whether yeah. you've had a child or, you know, especially, if you're really close with a woman in your family, what what did they experience? What stories have you heard? And um, it's obviously the general census is 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 uh, having a child is painful, mm -hmm. um, and that's it. Yeah, that's not you know. Uh, maybe someone has a story about when they got their pain medication and maybe there was like a hiccup in how that happened or they were debating on whether either, even if they're gonna do it, but it wasn't really discussed because there were strong feelings about it. And so they had the pressure of stuff like that. But there there wasn't a lot, I, I, I asked my mom, she had, she had twins. Right. In the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what? What did you do? Like, what happened? And I I do remember, you know, because as a kid, it was like, Mom, what happened? Like, what did you, what, so when we were born, what happened? And she would, yeah. like, tell us the story. But it's like, it's not the, it's not the giving birth story. No. It's the afterward story. You know, it's the postpartum story of, you know, I was breastfeeding you or you were crying, your diaper needed to be changed or, you know, you know, yeah. whatever. Um, so I, I still didn't have enough information. I was trying to get as much as I could from the, you know, the resources that I had. And 
I realized in the process that I did not have, I don't want to say reliable resources, but I didn't have enough information. So I was still walking in clueless and yeah. I did not like that. As a Virgo, <laughs> I did not like yes. that. That is actually, that is actually a very specific thing about Virgos. They said that they, they research to, um, to be ready for the worst case scenario. That's something I recently heard about yeah. Virgos. And I said, oh, that makes so much sense to me. As someone that's not a Virgo, I was like, oh, is that what you guys are doing? Mm. You guys are looking for the worst case scenario mm. and being ready for it. Ready like, for it. Like that's why you always know a Virgo because um, they have an umbrella. That's like perfect example. Yeah. They have an umbrella. They're already oh, ready. Or they always have, or they always have an umbrella. Yeah. Like a little mini one or well, something. I used to. I don't do um, that anymore, but Yeah, yes. but you used to, yeah. Um, but for instance, I remember when my best friend Adrian had her baby. I said, okay, I gave it to me straight. She goes, it hurts. And it's kind of awful. Like, <laughs> I was just it's like, oh. Awful. Like, you know what I mean? While like sometimes if you even go towards your mother or aunt or whatever, they go, oh, it's so beautiful. And you're going to love being a mother. And like, which is a beautiful thing to say to like your daughter or niece or, or whatever. Or kind of fucked up. But it's also like, like, like that's why I was like, give it to me straight. And she's yeah. like, yeah, it was crazy. It like, doesn't it, mean it's not going to be beautiful. Just because yeah. there's pain involved doesn't mean it's not going to be beautiful. It's just, that's not helpful information. Yeah. And I think, I think that's a part, especially I think in the olden days. It was like, well, we don't want to in the nineteen hundreds or before that, or even, or even just like the fifties or sixties. I feel like even back then, I mean, sex wasn't talked about and birth wasn't talked about, and that was the answer that you mainly got. I mean, right. You can still get that answer now, but like, you know, it depends on who your maternal figures are. are they gonna right. tell you, yeah, it, it, like, you know, this happened, and when this happens, and this happens, and yeah, you know things like I mean like I I didn't know what an epidermal epidural? epidural epidural I didn't know what an epidural was epidural. until someone explained it to me and yeah uh yeah so yeah I've heard specifically that like I've heard different stories okay so walking in I wanted to have a natural birth yeah. I was prepared to not have any sort of pain, anything. So my, I, no pain medication. No pain. I was going to push that baby <laughs> out. I was, like, determined. Um, and I was prepared. I was like, this is probably going to hurt like a motherfucker. And I'm probably going to get torn up like a motherfucker. And it's going to be crazy. But you know what? It's going to be my birth. Yeah. So that's how I felt about it. But Quinny came a month early. And so... Um, I did not have that option because she had the cord wrapped around her neck four times. And they four said times. they've never seen the, the group, the doctors um, that I worked with, they said they'd never seen four. Um, so she was struggling with breathing and her heart rate kept dropping. And yeah, so it was an emergency C-section a month. And um, had to do an emergency C-section uh just no choice in the matter and that's the other weird thing is even in that emergency situation I felt like I failed like oh. I 
like I could have performed better. I could have did, you know, I could have did something yeah. better. Now I did have um, uh, gestational di diabetes, oh. and I they they commended me on my diet because um, oh my god, you had to like prick your finger over and over again. It was so annoying, and I was just like, um, but I I did not play around with my diet like what I was eating throughout the day I drank plenty of water I did not mess around with caffeine I didn't have, have coffee some moms will have coffee and I get that some like you need that like that's just yeah. what it is but I I didn't touch it and it, and I was exhausted but I didn't touch it um so I was very specific on what I ate yeah. and they commended me on it because you wrote down you had to keep a diary food diary and you wrote down everything you ate and then you also wrote down <clears throat> all of the um the the measurements that were taken each time you like pricked your finger oh, okay. and they were like you're doing so good can I photocopy this so I can show the other moms because they always say that you can't do this and I was like go ahead and I was like no I'm not playing like I mean business with this because I really did I I was determined to have a natural birth um so yeah I I don't know I did I felt like I was like, oh, like maybe there is something more I could have done, but like, what could I possibly? Literally, when I, when we, um, yeah, how can you how can you change the rep? I mean, she moved around a lot. Yeah. Like, when we would do our checkups, um, they would have a hard time like looking at her oh, because she was, because so she was moving around so much, and she does oh that God. now, like, <laughs> She's outside very of my belly. Girl. Yeah. But like. Yeah, so it's not it's not really that much of a surprise, but I it didn't change the fact that I was like, okay, you're gonna do that, okay, and then also I don't like surgery. Yeah, I, was, if was it's your, not necessary. Was it your first surgery ever? Yeah, I've never had surgery. I've I, never had surgery had at surgery. all ever. Um, the only surgery I've ever had is my wisdom teeth. No, they were, I haven't they were done slightly that impacted, and so I had to get all four of them out. Yeah. But it was just like this much. It yeah. Like, it was like that much. So um, when people talk about plastic surgery, I'm like, okay. On purpose? You this want needs to like stay intact because you know why? No. No. We're not doing that. Oh, I can't. Oh my God. Just being under yeah. the knife. Oh. So, I and I, I asked my doctor, I was like, doctor. Okay. So. My anesthesiologist, by the way, was an asshole. Ooh. That wasn't fun. I'm about, to, I'm about to have. <laughs> I'm, just <laughs> I'm about to have a baby, and you're being a dick. And he was a dude. Um, what did he just make some crude comment or something? He's just, and who knows? He he could have been overworked. Like he, you don't. I'm know, not yeah. saying. Like, Could've is there really a, a reason for it? I or it where it's okay. Um, it, it was uncalled for cause it's not like I was giving him attitude, but like, right. I'm sitting here afraid for my life Yeah, because well, I don't want to be under having surgery. There's always. And afraid for her life because I need to have the surgery. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, he basically, you know, put it in my spine and he's like, what are you doing? Move! Like, because I needed to, 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 you know, I had to sit up 
yeah. for him to administrate it and then lay down. But the nurse was like saying, okay, when you lay down, they'll move up. And I couldn't because it happened so fast and maybe everyone else, it doesn't react that fastly. But I was just like, whoa. Oh, and I couldn't oh, move, you, and you so got... she had to get me. But he, before all of that happened, he was like yelling at me, and I'm me like, "You're gonna so yell fast. at me while I'm what?" So, just so you know, some of y'all need to like take a chill. <laughs> <laughs> take it easy, because <laughs> look, if it's your first time with anesthesia, you need to be ready for it. <laughs> Literally, it was like boom, <laughs> and I was, I was like, "Oh, um, so that's good." Because when you were a child, your first acting role was melting as Frosty the Snowman, so you were ready. I melted. You were ready. I was in the scene. <laughs> you, you were just you were following direction, and the direction also had some drugs in it, and your body was like, "I'm an actress." It, right there. Boom, instant, because so I really, am a professional. He's actually a very good anesthesiologist, too good, really, because he administered it so well that you were like, in it. My body just reacts. No, yep, I, it's, yep. it's not to take away from the talent of, because I've heard different things and in hospitals still tried to, um, for, for this one woman, uh, tried to oh, charge her, them for it. And she ended up having her baby naturally with because... Uh, the instrument in which was used had broken, but it wasn't identified that it was broken. So it was given, to, it was given to her, but the medicine fell out of it. And she was like, no, I can still feel everything, but they didn't believe her. Hi, listen to women when we say what's wrong with our bodies. Listen to us. And that is, a, that, listen. Is a, that is actually a very common thing from my friend telling me yeah. who is, has been sick for years that, um, a woman is listened to much less than a man because even now it sees they're like, oh, they're just being emotional and hysterical. Yes. While a man could have the same thing happen. <sighs> like, so Kate was telling me about these, it was literally a boyfriend and a girlfriend. So she got pot syndrome and then she was diagnosed and they're like, oh, you're just, you just think there's something wrong with you because <laughs> there's a million symptoms for pot syndrome. And then her boyfriend um, got diagnosed with it and it was diagnosed quicker mm -hmm. and more efficiently mm -hmm. because he was just like, oh yeah, this and this. And they're like, okay, sir, got it. Like, and they, and he, boom, he boom, was boom. given better attention than her yeah. because he's a man and yeah. he's not hysterical and emotional. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So I can, I can imagine just knowing that information from her experiences. Yeah that you carry that on to a whole industry that is only for women um birthing yeah yeah there's so much that goes into that um caucasian versus black mm -hmm. how you know one um reacts to pain versus the other except, like there's, there's so much to dig in on this um does the play go into? No, we don't really touch that? on that. Or so okay. it's just, mostly it, and I'll, and then quite a few. I can't remember if all, but at least quite a few have been ex uh, telling about their experiences of childbirth during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. um, so you do get the comparison of a child, you know, giving birth, not 
during the pandemic versus during. So with the mass, with testing before to yeah. see. Oh, I listened to a few clips before this and, um, and I mean, this is uh, silly to say because there's nothing like it, but like I remember that first summer of the pandemic, it was so hot and it gets very hot in here in New York and I walk my dog and I, and we had to keep those masks on because we didn't know what was happening. I mean, I kept my mask on because I didn't know what was happening. And I just, when, when I heard that audio and she was saying um, that she had to keep the mask on while she was trying to give birth, like, I was like, yeah. oh my God. I'm like, I had that mask on in like 95, 100 degree weather, but that is nothing like giving birth and having a mask on. Yeah. Like, uh, and someone sure. might make the sure. smart ass um, comment, oh, but you're in the hospital and they have AC. Uh, when your body's going through what it's going through, your body temperature goes. Oh, yeah, I know it does. I'm sure it does. Um, yeah, and you do have people around you. And then just that, that, that mask keeps so much warmth on your face. I'm sure. I was wearing a mask um, for they, oxygen mask. They said, you said they and it was you a mask. awful. Is, yeah. Because they didn't think I was breathing properly. And as far as I knew, I was because I wasn't like hyperventilating or like I wasn't, it, it, there was nothing happening that was out, out of the norm or outrageous. I was breathing. I was, you know, I'm and, and I'm an asthmatic. So yeah, like I, I would tell you if something's off with my breathing and, but they did, they gave that to me and, and it was awful. I so I can't even imagine pushing a baby out during that and people couldn't do that for hours so oh my god what? poor women what yeah <laughs> so just just hearing that even with the audio that we listened to i was like oh my god i can't imagine i just can't imagine right yeah it's crazy um of women not being listened to in regards to their body medically especially um the whole Roe versus Wade thing, which is brought up in the play, it is mentioned. Yeah, it is mentioned in the play, yeah. Yeah. Because um, that's like her second question to most women. Um, or not second question, but she that's a question she tends to ask most of the women that she interviews. Yeah. Yeah. And some of these uh, women that are are in these interviews, they, I mean, they're mothers, but they're, they, they could also be a doula, uh, a nurse. They're like, it's not just their their mom in the experience. So they have a couple of them have insight in both worlds, you know. Yeah. Um, but I feel like you know, it's one thing with the pandemic and that happening and trying to adjust. And with my daughter, um, and one of the women do mothers do mention this about seeing like the playground and them not understanding you can't go to that. That's right. one thing. That's that is. It's yeah. tough. It's very hard. She doesn't. She didn't get it. She was two years old. She didn't get it. <laughs> <clears throat> um. But to want to have a child, and then the Supreme Court rule for the states to take control on the decision making in this matter, but not think about the transitional phase and what needs to be discussed regarding that it just being boom and then 
there were several states that were just like, okay, as soon as they decide that, then this is our decision immediately, boom. And for those that were like, you, it will be illegal to have an abortion here. They were not thinking about the moms that want to have their kids, but something goes wrong and guess what? If something goes wrong and it's between a mother or child or child is determined N not alive anymore right yeah. brain dead even mm -hmm. according to the way the law was set up for that state or those states um that mom would not be able to legally have an abortion which then puts her life in danger when child was already deemed as dead as not alive i shouldn't say dead but yeah. like you know and i was just like you know for for people who are like save the baby save the babies you're when the baby is already determined as not alive anymore you're still hurting the mother and that doesn't make sense to me yeah i mean and you you were saying to you were telling me this earlier that there has been changes in some states where they're like okay so now we are going to divide this type of abortion as opposed to this type of abortion but like like in this scenario it's but, still an abortion but in this but yeah, different but scenario in, but but in the beginning it was just like no abortion it was just boom and, yeah and so then you were what was that story that you said you said there was a woman who um she she just turned she, yeah she she um she was in her third trimester and the, the, it was a nurse that reported this um and she the nurse was just so frustrated because she's like this woman almost lost her life um, and because Roe versus Wade, the decision had just happened and then the states had already, uh, I forget which state this particular mom was in, yeah. but they had already decided that once they say, once Supreme Court decides this, this is what we're doing. It's so trigger state, yeah. all of this is illegal. And so the doctor is trying to talk to verify through the lawyers, um, to see what he could do because this woman was sitting there and she was in danger. There was, she was having a complicated pregnancy and she wants to have this baby. Yeah. And, and this, the, her husband is right there with her. And um, they were in waiting, pending the decision so from what the lawyers were gonna say. Yeah. Again, because the states didn't think oh, let's make this transition so that everyone understands, okay, starting this date, this is what's going to happen and this is how we're going to proceed forward. They were just like, boom, this is the decision. Not thinking about this whole spectrum of people that actually want to have kids and, yeah. and when their lives are in danger. And I'm just like, it, it was crazy. She, she almost died. She, I don't think she did die, but she almost died. And the nurse, be, that's why the nurse. How, um, how did they, how did they, did they come to the decision they just do you know that the doctor i i do you know the end of the story the doctor just verified what he could or could not do mm -hmm. and then proceeded from there but it was just the, it was the waiting and they waited for hours oh. and that you can't do that and not when not when someone's life is in jeopardy like that I mean, this is yeah. a medical procedure. Yeah, she lost a lot of blood. Yeah. They kept giving her blood. I mean, <laughs> just when, if like, he, when if he didn't have to deal with that red tape, then he could have just done his job. Right. 
He could have just done his job. A decision, you know, what, not a decision would have been made later, but like, you, you gotta allow for transition. Like, it can't yeah. be instant because chances are you guys didn't think about all of the different scenarios. Right. And this poor woman who wants to have this baby and is just having a complicated birth. Yeah. And this poor husband who is sitting there helpless not able to do anything but just stand and watch and can't do like what yeah so it's just yeah they didn't no one no one did no one took into consideration these unique situations yeah well not even unique i mean it's happened more than once but um it's not so black and white where they're just like oh the only people that need abortion or want abortions or have abortions are are people who are just having a bunch of like unprotected, unprotected sex, sex and yeah. oh I'm being irresponsible and I just <laughs> I just want to have sex with everyone <laughs> and and then if I get pregnant I can just have an abortion like that's not <laughs> no I don't know anyone that celebrates having an abortion even yeah. when they're like, no, I really don't want to have kids. It's still, it's still like going to a funeral. It's still like, I, I don't, I, I can't have a kid. Like, it's yeah. not a celebrate. It's not like, oh, I have this backup. Like, if plan B doesn't work, I got a plan C and it's <laughs> called an abortion. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know anyone of any age that is like that at yeah. all. At yeah. all. And it takes a toll on your body no matter what, I'm right. sure. Right. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's just so... It, but it's interesting because this play will touch on all of those subjects. Yeah. Um, so, I think it's a good... It, it's good. It's, it's like... It's, it's dialoguing um, about the experience. Um, again, during pandemic, um, not, you know, before, after, whatever... Um, and it's good to have these conversations because again, like I said, with, when I was pregnant with Quinny, I, I, I didn't know all the questions to ask. Even my doctor, do you have any questions? No. And I remember one of the doctors, she was like, oh, okay, don't have any questions again. Okay. And I'm like, what am I supposed to ask? Like, I don't know what to ask. Yeah. But if you, you've been doing this for 10 plus years um, why don't you questions? bring up some stuff? Yeah, are there questions that you think I should Because I'm be paying asking? for this. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> instead of saying stuff under her breath, because I don't think she knows that I heard her say what she said. Yeah. And I was just like, what am I supposed Like, I, I'm a Virgo. I'm asking all the questions <laughs> I can think of to ask. <laughs> I am being thorough. Like, so, you know, I you just. Like take out your list. Like, <laughs> Um, you know, I, I, I was reading, I was doing my research. I, I thought I knew all the things. So, you know, and here she was saying that you still weren't asking enough. I don't. So it's really, it's really great to have just these conversations and whether you want to have kids or don't yeah. like, there's so much, um, and, and guys in particular, you're not going through this. Like, no. so it's really good to do your research. It's really good to find out what's going on. Um, so you can be there better for your partner. Like, yeah, especially if you do, do your research, children, yeah. don't half-ass it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, do the work. You, you did the deed, do the work. You know, it took 
too. So, uh, you know, I just, I feel like it's so important. Have these conversations. It shouldn't be so taboo. It's like everything about the female body is just hush, hush. Don't talk about it. We're not going to, we're not going to say this. We're not going to, you know, and enough of that. Like, yeah, it's just, it's not doing anyone any favors. No. It doesn't help. And maybe there won't be so many phobias about it. And maybe women that thought they want to have kids realize, oh, wait, I don't. Because from what I've heard. Yes, exactly. Or maybe people who have thought, uh, you know, you just vice versa. I I thought this was a, something that I couldn't do, but I think I can actually. Yeah, and so I'm not so afraid. More information, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it doesn't it's not a fairy tale. Um but it's still it's still a beautiful thing. It's still great. It's just you know, it's it's what our bodies do. It's just thank you. You're so amazing. You're lovely. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, but yeah. So that's that's it. That's how I feel about it. But um That's how I feel that's I feel that's about my it. jam. Um, I know I I I I don't know as much about this. That's why I was let you just kind of start this and go on my you, stand you, on my soapbox. You be the leading lady of this episode. Um, yeah, the passion because I, I and I and I graciously give that to you because how, what do I know? I'm I never had that experience. So tell us, tell us, tell your us wisdom. everything. <laughs> the wisdom. I mean, God, can you imagine a woman that's had? three, four, five kids. I mean, she must have so much wisdom. You know what? Let me just, yeah. <laughs> speaking of, um, a woman that's just had more kids has gone through the process more. Yeah. Right. Um, or I shouldn't say a woman, a person that can have a child, but like, um, I was watching midwife, the television show. It's midwife. Yeah. And the you, mean, you mean Call the Midwife? Call the Midwife. Oh, yes, I love that show. Yeah, great show on Netflix, The Call the Midwife. The Spanish woman who had like 24, 25 kids? Yes, yes. <gasps> what? That was a good episode, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was so good. Yeah. It was so good because it showed uh, mother's intuition and instincts mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and, and they wanted to kind of push against that, but uh, they allowed her to make the decision what there are so many decisions made in that show where i'm like i don't think we do this anymore yeah. like i don't think they really do because those i mean and but this doesn't take place in the u.s no, this, this takes place in england and um and it's nuns and um very intuitive yes young nurses and nuns that it really that that you can tell because they're women they're placing the women first right um which is definitely uh, so good which, which is definitely um uh, and, and, and uh, which is definitely uh, prevalent in in the script but this is this is a show based on um the main character's experience as a nurse so this yeah. is based on real facts so, right and her journals and everything right so that's even more um what's the word uh powerful yeah, encouraging, encouraging oh. 
for us to know that yeah that did exist but you're right it was in england and i don't think they carried that over yeah I don't know if she they deemed, over now, she deemed they... her child as dead mm-hmm. he was a stillborn and yeah. that little leg started kicking and i was like <gasps> Oh my god, the tears! I was. Oh, I, mean, I haven't like, seen that episode in a while. That was a good one, though. I was like, oh, I didn't want to. and then they wanted to take baby boy to the hospital. Yes, I do. And they weren't going to take her though. Yeah, which I thought they was were going to give her a blood transfusion in her bed at home, but they weren't going to take the mom to the hospital. They're going to take the little baby boy to the hospital because he's a preemie. Yeah, I was. I was like, but you know, they. She said, no, no, no. Um, and they let her, you know, keep her son and she kept feeding him and he. Yeah, she just fed him a little bit. Yeah. 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 Um, so before we run out, cause I know I mean, we could go on this <laughs> forever, ever, ever, but, uh, my play Tokophobia, it is, uh, the performance dates are in New York city, September 8th, 9th, 10th, which is Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Saturday is babes in arms performance night so you bring the loud one it is fine it is okay it is accepted it's cool um it'll be it's the evolution festival and there are other plays and performances happening from september 8th through the october 15th um the link will be in my on my social media for instagram Mm -hmm. more easily identifiable i think Mm. i gotta figure that out we'll at least put the link in 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 this podcast what's the venue that it's at the right the venue why did i forget the name of the venue but it's it's new york city it's new york city yeah yeah um it's brooklyn or Jen, it's yeah it's jenny galette is um she's a performer producer documentary um and she is the one that did the interview she's amazing <laughs> And, um, hold on one second. I don't know why I am forgetting the name of the actual venue. It's okay. I just, I just, I, I was just curious so you could add it into the info, but we can always put it in. It's there. right in my face. It's the center at West Park. You guys, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> it's because she's a mother. That's why. I don't know because what's wrong. she's a mother. <laughs> Sorry, Jenny. And, at. um yes it's amazing come see it if you can i would love to hope that we could do a virtual showing because you know we are aware that there are people that are still uncomfortable Mm -hmm. um thank you for messaging me um that are uncomfortable being you know in a theater um if that does happen i will definitely post um but for now just check our podcast for the link. Yep. If you like to donate, you can't come or whatever you want to at least donate. We are going to put this play in other festivals. So please like I love that. donate. And is it going to um, future productions or is it going to like a woman's donation um, organization? Oh, it'll go directly for this. It's Great. not, okay. it's not I'm, for I'm the full curious. festival. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's not for the full festival. Um, but yeah, that's it. Well, thank you. It's very exciting. I'll, I'm excited to see it. Um, on you and stay on stage again. Yeah. Beans going on stage again. I'm gonna be outrageous. Um, I'm not. I'm not gonna be outrageous. I'm just. Well, I'm just gonna be a mom. 
I'm just gonna be a mom. Just, just a mom in the everyday doing her thing. And, and you have some experience to um, a little bit use for your character. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. As you're telling us. Yes, they are mad loud upstairs. Yeah, something's yeah. happening. The neighbors upstairs. Hopefully, you guys can something. hear it. But now we've mentioned it. Yes. <laughs> okay. So if it feels, it sounds like my ceiling is caving in. It's just my neighbors. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. We're okay here. We're okay. Okay. So thanks for listening, watching, doing Sharing. all the things. Yes. Share. Follow. Like. Subscribe. And thank you for coming to Bean's production if, when if you have a chance. We appreciate it. Um, she appreciates it. Um, Jenny appreciates Jenny it. Jenny appreciates it. The whole cast appreciates it. They do. They really do. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Till next time, folks. We'll see you. Hear you. Calm down. Later. We'll see you. Hear, we hear won't you. hear them. They'll hear us. Hear us. We, they we won't see them either. Okay, right. so <laughs> you will see us or hear us later. Yeah, that's what I needed to say. That part, that part is so good. Again. Yeah, we're not tired. There's no, a lot no. happening. We just haven't been. It's fine. Just the Cocoa Bean Show.